thank you for letting me into your homes and hearts. I remain the voice of one. Some years ago, I had cause to visit a market to fulfill a purchase order. During my conversation with the seller who was holding the Bible, we delved into Christianity and its role in our lives. The seller mentioned that the bishop of his church preached a message suggesting that no Christian should experience poverty. When I further probed his claim in the context of scripture, he explained that the bishop used the story of Lazarus and the rich man to support his assertion. According to him, the bishop stated that Lazarus was poor by choice. I was deeply troubled by such a statement and its potential impact on those who received that message. I pondered how the bishop could conclude that wealth is the destined state for all Christians. Based on the story of Lazarus and the rich man, I have noticed how some church leaders manipulate scripture to suit their narratives, straying from the authentic doctrine taught by Jesus Christ. Hence, it is imperative to re-examine the story of Lazarus and the rich man and the essence of what Jesus conveyed by the story. Let us look at the story as narrated in Luke chapter 16, verse 19 through to 31. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus' evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. It is important to note that the story does not imply that Lazarus desired to be poor. It is truly confounding how anyone could read and comprehend the story of Lazarus and the rich man and conclude that the gospel aims to make Christians wealthy. I can only presume that the person I conversed with misunderstood his bishop. That said, let me address the fundamental message of the story of Lazarus and the rich man. One, it is possible to be poor and go to heaven, just as it is possible to be rich and end up in hell. Two, being rich does not disqualify you from heaven and being poor does not absolve you from going to hell. Three, people end up in hell due to a life of sin, selfishness, and wickedness, while those who live righteously before God find their place in heaven. 4. Lazarus went to paradise, not because he was a destitute beggar, but because he was righteous in the sight of God. How so? There is no indication in the story that Lazarus cursed, envied, or wished ill upon the rich man. He was content with his circumstances and trusted in God. 5. The rich man 
was sent to Hades because of his wickedness, selfishness, and disregard for Lazarus and others by extension. Why? Although he knew Lazarus during his lifetime, he refused to help him. 6. The story does not promote wealth acquisition, nor is wealth acquisition the essence of the gospel. However, this does not mean that a Christian cannot be wealthy. 7. The central message of the story is the existence of paradise and condemnation in the afterlife, affirming the reality of heaven and hell and how people may end up in one or the other. 8. Lazarus and the rich man were real people. Jesus was not telling a parable, but recounting a true life story for us to learn from. 9. When Lazarus died, it was his soul that ascended to paradise as his body was buried on earth. Conversely, the rich man's soul was buried deep in Hades. It is crucial to understand that at the end of our earthly journey, our souls will either be in heaven or hell, determined by our faith in Jesus Christ and how we lived here on earth. If you live right before God, while here on earth, you will be in heaven, otherwise you will be in hell. Of course, assuming that you have already accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 10. Heaven is a place of joy, while hell is a place of torment. The rich man's plea for a drop of water illustrates the unbearable suffering in hell. Hell is a place no one should desire, as it was originally designed for Satan and his demons. However, humans who align with evil will also find themselves in hell. One significant aspect of the story revolves around the rich man's plea concerning his siblings on earth. His desire was for Lazarus to forewarn them about their impending fate unless they repented. Abraham's response underscores the significance of scripture. Abraham told the rich man that his siblings had Moses and the prophet, signifying their Bible at that time. When the rich man persisted in asking to send someone from the afterlife to his brothers, Abraham firmly stated that if they would not believe the writings in the Bible, they would not believe even if someone like Lazarus returned from the dead. Indeed, even a message from the afterlife would not persuade individuals if they disregard the teachings of the Bible. It is noteworthy that communication in the afterlife, as depicted in the story, occurred solely between the rich man and Abraham. Lazarus was not involved. This proves that the righteous dead do not interact with the living. Any seance is of satanic origin. The tale of Lazarus and the rich man underscores the reality of heaven and hell. It emphasizes that embracing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, adhering to his teachings and repenting of our sins is the pathway to eternal salvation and heaven. Jesus Christ's sacrifice paid for humanity's sin when he died on the cross at Calvary, enabling us to live for God and secure entry into heaven. It is either you are living righteously for God or selfishly against God that ultimately determines your eternal destiny. Those who live righteously before God gain access to heaven, while those who live contrary to God will be cast into hell. In essence, Jesus Christ's sacrifice provides redemption for humanity's sins. Aligning with his sacrifice, believing, confessing, and following his teachings will safeguard your soul from God's judgment. The decision confronting you today is between accepting Jesus and attaining eternal salvation in heaven or rejecting Jesus and facing eternal condemnation in hell. Put differently, your choice is between good and evil, 
right and wrong, and heaven and hell. Choose wisely. As Abraham mentioned, a gulf separates heaven and hell, and there's no transition from one to the other. You cannot be demoted from heaven to hell. Neither can you be promoted from hell to heaven. Once your destination is set at the time of your death, it remains so forever. Your eternal destination is determined by first accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and then abiding by his doctrines and instructions. Believing in Jesus Christ and living according to his teachings grants access to heaven in eternity. So friend, the choice is yours. You can opt to live as Lazarus did, not necessarily in poverty, but in righteousness. Or as the rich man lived, being selfish, self-centered, self-absorbed, and indifferent to others. Whether you are rich or poor, known or unknown, male or female, young or old, your destiny hinges on accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye. Oh God.